This is Christian Fellowship International, where we use God's love to groom the future today. Praise the Lord! Can someone help me give God a hand this morning? Help me give God a hand this morning. Help me give God a hand this morning. Hallelujah! It's good to be here again, to spend some time with you. Today, I promise I'll behave myself. No singing, no rapping, just the word. But I do want to pray. I do want to pray with you this morning. I want to spend just a few minutes praying for you before I start. So what I, but before I do that, let me help, help me welcome Reverend Sam once again. It's like you haven't spoken yet. Have, have you haven't spoken yet, have you? Have you, you haven't spoken yet? Okay. That's why when you hear him speak today, you, you will clap better by the time you finish. Let me clap well for him, please. Let me clap well for him. He's an awesome man of God. A great friend has a lot of wonderful knowledge to share with you, so, to share with you. So please listen carefully when he speaks. He's going to be a blessing to you. If you don't enjoy him speaking today, come and bite Pastor Theo. No, I'm joking. You will enjoy him. Enjoy him, okay? All right. So you'll enjoy that. And help me um, appreciate Reverend Tari Akio, our director of administration. He was here last night, and he said to us that we need to think about what we want to see. Who want to become when we finish from this Amsterdam? And I'll share with you something about along those lines as well, too. But, but I, I want to just take a minute to, to, to prophesy to you, okay? Can you please stand to your feet? God has, as I was praying about coming today, God told me to share these things with you. I, he shared them with me when the year began. And I don't say it everywhere I go, but every, every, time, every time God says, say these words, to people I said, let me say them. So I'm going to talk to you about these three words right now. The, the, the words are, you are entering into a season of growth. Okay, so here's, here's, what, here's what it means. Because our archbishop told us that this year we are going to see growth, overflow, and a new level. He said that this year we're going to enjoy the benefits of the cross. And so... God spoke to me at the beginning of the year and said to tell his people that you are entering into a season of growth. Now, here's the thing. Please don't mistake that season for a calendar year. Because we think, okay, maybe it's a season. Now, if you're watching movies, it's 13 or season series, it's 13 weeks. Or it's a calendar year. But I want to prophesy to you this morning that CFI and you individually, you are entering into a season of growth. The growth that God is speaking for you right now is going to be growth that is going to blow your minds in Jesus' name. You are going to grow from strength to strength. You are going to grow from place to place. You are going to grow from thoughts to thoughts, idea to idea, from anointing to anointing in the name of Jesus. When this season is over, it may be a year for some, maybe six years, it might be, no, it might be two years, but it will not be a short time. It will be a full season. And when the season is over, you will look back and see a remarkable difference from where you used to be in Jesus' name. God says that there is a season of growth coming for you. You are going to grow from where you are right now. You are going to grow into not just a new place. You are going to grow into new thinking in the name of Jesus. As you leave Jam Summit, your season of growth begins in the name of Jesus. God is saying to you, let's remember this. Growth is coming. Growth is coming. Growth sometimes is painful, but growth does not leave you the same. And so I speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. There's going to be growth for you in Jesus' name. There will be growth for you in your thinking. There's going to be growth for you with your business. Because we have businesses here. There will be growth in your business in the name of Jesus. Some of you are already in a career, and I speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. Growth for your career in the name of Jesus. 
God is saying to you this morning that your relationships are going to flourish because you will enter into the right ones in the name of Jesus. You will leave the wrong ones in the name of Jesus. Growth is coming to you and you will enter. Watch this one. Mark this one down. You will step into your roles as kings and priests. What I say? Kings and priests. We have thought and entered into the idea of being priests. That's for sure you must be a priest. But I want to tell you this. As you begin to grow, you will step into that role of king as well. You'll be a king and a priest unto God in the name of Jesus. Someone say loud amen. If you want to catch that, catch it, catch it, catch it, okay? Some of you here in this new season are going to be called to serve in a higher office. Some of you will be called to serve in office, but some of you want to say this. You'll be called to serve in a higher office. If that's you, say amen. amen. You are entering into a season of spiritual growth. You are entering into a season of financial growth. You are entering into a season of growth that you'll be able to handle. Not the growth that will destroy you, but the growth that will increase you. The growth that will bless you. The growth that will make you productive in the name of Jesus. You will be like a tree that is planted by the waterside. And when you are planted, your roots shall go down. Nothing will shake you in this season in Jesus' name. No wind, no power, nothing will shake you in this season. Your thoughts, your ideas shall grow in the name of Jesus. You will create shelter because you are a tree in Jesus' name. You will create oxygen because you are a tree in Jesus' name. People shall come to you and they will hide in your shade in Jesus' name. You shall grow in the name of Jesus. God is saying to you this morning, you are entering into a season of what? Growth. You didn't hear me say a season of what? Growth. So I'm going to pray for you this morning for that season to begin during Jam Summit. That the words you will hear this week will begin to grow you, begin to grow you, begin to grow you. And the things you will have happening to you. I prophesy to you that by the time you leave here, if your mind will not go back to its original size in Jesus' name. So I speak to your mind right now in the name of Jesus, that your mind shall prepare for the growth in Jesus' name. I speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. As you stand and you raise your hands, your hands are not coming back down the way they were before in the name of Jesus. These hands are going to be anointed in a new way in the name of Jesus. This week of Jam Summit shall be a week that will change your thinking. It will change your actions. It will change your life in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to you right now that as God touches these hands, these hands become healing hands. These hands become growing hands. These hands become hands that be a blessing everywhere they go in the name of Jesus. These hands are gifted hands. And so I speak to you a release of every gift in you. A release of every anointing on the inside of you. That out of your belly, according to the word of God, shall flow rivers. Not one, not two, but multiple rivers of living water in the name of Jesus. That water shall be a blessing everywhere it goes in Jesus' name. And in this season of growth, your career grows, your thinking grows, your mindset grows, your ideas grows in the name of Jesus. May this season be one that blesses you and causes you never to return to your original size again. In the name of Jesus, someone say aloud, amen. 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 Help me welcome Reverend Frida Idahosa Ajayi this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more thing I'm going to pray for. God said to share with us. I was praying just before I came up. He said to share this with you.
that growth does not happen by accident. Okay, when God speaks to you about growth, think about the way seeds are planted. I want to tell you this one. Seeds are planted. Seeds are planted. Seeds are planted. But you have to think, okay, that you are not just any seed. You are God's seed. You are God's seed. Okay, here's what happens. Okay, so seeds are planted by grace. Where a seed is planted is not determined by the seed. Are you following me, please? Seeds don't determine where they're planted. Whether it's pollination, whether it's moving through an animal, whether it's whatever it is, whether it's someone planting you. Seeds don't determine where they're planted. Seeds are planted by grace, okay? But here's the thing. Growth is by intention. Hope you heard me this morning, please. I'm taking my 40 minutes today. I'm going to do 20 minutes of prayer, and then we're going to do 20 minutes of teaching, okay? Growth is by intention. God can plant you anywhere, but you must choose to grow. The seed that, that's put into the ground must choose to break out of its shell. And for many of you here, you've been inside a shell for too long. It is time for you during this week of CFI to break out of that shell in Jesus' name. And when you break the shell, put your roots down. As you put your roots down, then the sprout will come up. When the sprout comes up and breaks the soil, what happens? The sun shines on it. The seed must still then choose to collect the sunlight, do all the processes of photosynthesis, and then begin to grow. Any seed that says, I will not do that, will remain where it is. And so I want to talk to you right now about that really quickly. For many of you here, if you leave Jam Summit and you, are, you remain the same, it's not because the word didn't come. Isaiah says, arise, shine, for your light come. And the glory of the Lord is risen where? Upon you. The light on a seed is the sun. The light on you is the sunlight of the word of God. Please use it and choose to grow, okay? Growth happens by intention. You must be intentional about this week and say as I've said just now, what do you want to see come out of it? So say, I'm going to be intentional about what I will do, okay? Because planting is by grace, but growth is by intention. So please be intentional. So I want to pray for some, some people here this morning. Some, some of you who, who here are in different industries and you want to see growth this year. You, want, you need to be intentional. Here's a quick, quick thing, okay? Growth must happen by intention, okay? And you must learn what growth takes. You don't have, it does not happen by accident. So if you are in music, I want to pray for those who are in music this morning, okay? If you are in music, learn what growth takes. Learn what it takes. Understand it. If you are into the arts, growth in the arts takes a different kind of growth than that in music. If you are in business, growth in business takes a different kind of growth. So here's the thing, please. For every industry you are in, you must learn what growth in that area takes. Am I making sense to you this morning? Okay, so I want to pray for those who are in music this morning. We're all here. We're part of our music ministers. I want to tell you, learn what growth takes in that industry. Okay? I'm, can I see your hands if you're in music this morning? If you're in music this morning. Okay, can I see your hands? Okay, you're a music minister. God bless you. Or you sing, you, you dance, you do something in the entertainment industry. This is one mountain that I believe we're going to take over in this next season of growth in Jesus' name. So learn what growth takes, please. Learn what it takes. When you get a chance to sing for CFI, sing your songs. 
Let us know you for who you are. I make sense somebody this morning, this morning. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so please, I want to pray for you this morning. Raise your hand again. We're going to pray for you real quick. It's not me praying. It's our collective prayer. Remember last night we said that the Holy Spirit in us. Papa told us, he said, look, he said, Papa said to us, he said, the Holy Spirit in you is not a teenager. He's fully grown. Okay? So the Holy Spirit that's already in those musical, people who are music, ministering musically is the same one in you. And so I speak to you right now in the name of Jesus, that in this season, God will give you your songs, your ideas, your fresh things that will glorify him and will bring to the fore the talent and the gift in you in the name of Jesus. That the grace of God will bring songs to your minds, music to your fingertips, and resources to you in Jesus' name. That in this season of growth, you will not stop in the name of Jesus. You will minister to God and minister to his people in the name of Jesus. May God bring you out of obscurity. And I'm praying for you that in this season, God will take you from just prominence on campus to prominence in your city. For you in your city, take you prominence in your state, from your state to national prominence. I speak about you right now in the name of Jesus. That in this next one year, we are going to see national music ministers from CFI in Jesus' name. From CGM, people that will minister nationally in the name of Jesus. May God inspire you and cause you to grow in Jesus' name. Amen. Last one, I want to pray for all of us now. For everyone here that has an idea or a vision, that should be everybody. If you don't have a vision right now, ask God, ask God to give you one. No, 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 no. But I know you have one. So if you have an idea, put your hands out. Put your hands out. A vision, put your hands out. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to these hands. And I speak and I declare a blessing over them in Jesus' name. That Lord God, they shall, they shall with these hands be ministers of the gospel. Father, I speak resources to enter into these hands right now in Jesus' name. We call the resources in from north, south, east, west to fill these hands in the name of Jesus. May God's blessings increase your mind. May your ideas be a blessing to you, a blessing to the world in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray right now for doors to open for your children in this new season. Growth, growth, growth in Jesus' name. Growth, growth, growth in Jesus' name. Resources that will cause them to move are entering these hands. I declare in the next 30 days, resources are coming to find you in Jesus' name. In the next 60 days, those resources are changing your thinking in Jesus' name. And in the next 90 days, God will use those resources to break down doors, break down barriers in the name of Jesus. You will call us back here and you will testify. In 90 days, 90 days, 90 days, resources unprecedented that comes to these hands. We speak them forth in the name of Jesus. Amen. Give God a hand this morning. Hallelujah. That's it. God bless you. Please be seated.
Amen. 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 All right. The time is 11.03. I will speak for 24 minutes. And we will pray. Simple. Are we together? Are we together? All right. Okay. Let's recap a little bit from yesterday. The simple thing we said yesterday was this. The Holy Spirit is your what? He's your friend. Now, I shared a few things yesterday. I talked to you about it. I said, look, the Holy Spirit in you is the same Holy Spirit in me. And I mentioned to us that the Holy Spirit in our first archbishop, B.A. Dahosa, is the same Holy Spirit in you. And I mentioned a few ministers as well. I told you that the Holy Spirit in them is the same Holy Spirit in you. Now, someone says, well, does that mean I can do what they did? The answer is absolutely yes. Does that mean you will do what they did? That's up to you. Because you see, I can be friends with anybody here. Okay? But if I don't understand and learn from them, I can't do what they do. So, Reverend Sam is an engineer. Reverend Sam, please wave again. He's not just a pastor. Please, if you're going to be a pastor, be a pastor and something else, okay? Expand your mind. He's a pastor. He's an engineer. He builds roads. He understands construction. He understands how GPS works. He understands how things work around the world. So every time I hang around him, I'm learning. Are we, are we together, please? So I said this. I said, look, I said that the Holy Spirit in, in you is the Spirit in me. Now, can I tap from him? Yes, I can learn from him. But if I don't spend time talking to him, the things he knows will remain the things he knows. And the things I know will remain the things I know. He's my friend, but if we're together and we don't spend time talking and I don't say, ask him questions, I don't spend time trying to understand what he's doing, then I won't grow from my relationship. It's the same with the Holy Spirit. So I told you the Holy Spirit is your friend. Just like he is a friend to Bishop David Oyedipo. But if Bishop Oyedipo spends time with the Holy Spirit and knows him more and is intimate and understands the way he works, and you are saying he's my friend too as well, but you don't spend time, don't grow in the word, then you will stay here while the rest of us who are understanding are growing. Say, God forbid, I will not stay in the same place. Only two of you said this. Say, God forbid, I won't stay in the same place. My point is very simple. I told you this, that growth is by intention. Now, growth by the Holy Spirit is by intention. You must start thinking, how do I grow? How do I grow? How do I grow? He's the Holy Spirit in me, the hope of glory. The power in me is the hope of glory. And one of the things I want to talk to you about this morning is simply, simply this. It's called the power of reflection. Okay, so it's part two of the Holy Spirit is my friend. I want to introduce you, if I can have the slides, please, I would appreciate that. So I want to introduce you to the Holy Spirit, who is your friend. I want to talk to you about the power of reflection. How this will help you think differently. I'm going to go do it in just a few minutes. 20 minutes by God's grace, amen. I have a teacher, Bishop Dale Bronner, who teaches me several things. He teaches online, I learn from him. He has been to, to us in Benin before. And I learned some things from him. 
about the Holy Spirit. No, I learned some things about him, about the power of reflection. So I took one of his messages that he spoke and I took some parts and I said, look, let me use the power of reflection to teach you about the Holy Spirit. Okay? So for the next 20 minutes, let's talk about the Holy Spirit. And we're going to continue our introduction to the Holy Spirit. Last night we shared that the Holy Spirit is your friend. And the Holy Spirit is your shield of faith. And that your shield of faith can protect not only you, but other people around you. So when people around you are weak, your shield protects you and protects them. So when your faith is low, use your faith to combine with somebody else so that the power of that friendship is multiplied. Amen? So I want to just teach this morning. I'm not going to do much preaching. I want to just teach a little bit. Please think about the last time you dealt with something difficult. Okay? When was the last time you dealt with something that was very difficult? You, you went through some stress. You went through something that, that was not very pleasant. Maybe you were sick. Maybe someone said some things to you. Maybe you did something that was tough. Okay, now, the difference, though, is this. When you came out of it, did you come out of it or are you still there? You came out of it, okay? Here's the thing about that. Every one of us in life, someone said this one time, you are either going through a tough time or you have just been through a tough time or you are about to enter a tough time. Now, it's a, it's a kind of pessimistic way to look at life. But if you see yourself as saying, I've been through a tough time and I'm still standing, it changes perspective. Amen? Okay, start thinking, okay? So let's talk about the Holy Spirit. How does he help you? How does he help you reflect? The last tough thing you went through changed your thinking. Now, for me, my story, many of you know my story, but I won't tell you the story fully tonight. But one of my, part of my story is this. My wife and I could not have children for five years. And God now helped us have children. And today we have three awesome sons. Thank you for clapping. My wonderful wife, Reverend Laurie, is, is, is a part of my story. Now, the point is this. As we went through the tough time, we have to reflect. And so think about the, the last tough time you went through. What did you learn from it? Because if you don't learn from anything, you remain in the same place. So how many of you have been walking before? And as you're walking, you tripped. Anybody here? There's only me. Two of you. Okay, the rest of you are, are lying. All right. Now, when we trip, usually when we trip, if we fall, we, we trip, we try to just... You know, you dance and just kind of play it off like, hey, you know, it's okay, it's okay, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. Yeah, it's cool, right? Okay, you've seen the videos online where people just do that, they just act cool. Here's the point about that, okay? Next time you trip, please, don't get up too quickly. First slide, please. Don't get up too quickly next time you trip. Because, you see, John 14, 26, it says, The advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Okay, and it will remind you of everything I have said to you. I told you about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your friend, okay? He's your teacher. He's your healer. He's your strengthener. He's your friend. And what he will do is he will teach you everything that Christ taught you. He will remind you of those things because that's what friends do. They help us when we are weak. They remind us of things. So, so what the Holy Spirit will do. He's the advocate. I told you last night, he's the paraclete. He's the one that stands by you. What I'm going to do with these slides, I'm going to give you these slides and the ones from last night so you can have them with you, take them with you. Please share them with your friends, okay? Put them in your WhatsApp group. Share them far and wide, okay? Is that okay with you? Please do that. Pastor Phil, help me do that with them, okay? All right. Next slide. 
Can you give him the PDF? Because it's like this one is not very, but change the fonts. If you, if you can, just do it quick. Okay? Give him the PDF. Isaac, have the PDF. Give him the PDF because the fonts are changing, so it's hard to see it on the screen. Get the PDF so they can give them the correct one. If you, do, if you do PowerPoint, it changes the fonts and they can't see it. Okay, so first step is this. Don't get up too quickly if you trip. Why is that? Because, see, if you get up quickly and you just dance and pretend nothing happened, you lose the lesson from when you fell. Because if I trip over something, the first thing I should do is this. Look back. What made me trip? What did I fall over? Because, you see, if I get up, and keep on moving. So let's say, for example, that we have this place here. And on this carpet here, we have a wire that's underneath the carpet. Or this one here that has a part that's sticking up. If I'm moving and I trip on it, I just keep on going. The lesson I would have learned from is to say, look, next time, watch where you're walking. Because if I don't do that, I won't learn. And I cannot help anybody else who is walking with me. So if I trip, I should say, oh, what happened? Let me say, oh, the carpet there has a place that's not level. I should think first, let me move, make sure that the carpet is level. So that others who are following me will not fall on the same thing. Does that make sense? That's why God made you a leader, so that you can also learn. And now what you learn from... Those who are following you should not make the same mistake. If it took me 50 years to get to where I am today, I made a few mistakes, I should be able to say, look, my friends that I know don't make the same mistake. So I talk to young people as much as I can every time I get a chance. Please, what took me 50 years to learn, you should learn in 20. What took me a few years to get to, you should do it in a shorter time, close for you. All right. My father helped to raise Mr. David Yedipo. And he helped to raise him to what he is today. And he is forever grateful to Archbishop B.A. Dahosa. You will hear him in his messages talk about it. But what I like about him is this. He says, Feb, I want to teach you what I know as well. That has been the greatest blessing of my life. You are jealous. That's why you're not clapping for me. Are you jealous? You're not clapping for me because you're jealous. Okay, don't worry. You're still jealous. Wow. The jealousy here is, is paining me. Here's my point. I'm not, <laughs> my point is not about jealous. My point is this. Are you taking a picture again? Okay. Yeah, take one. Please, that's the one you should use for the poster, eh? Not, not the one. That's all fine. Take a show down on the poster, please, eh? If I don't see it on the poster next year, you will, you will fight too. All right, I'm kidding. Let me, let me move on. My time is going. So he said he wants to teach me what he knows. Now, because he's made mistakes before, he tells me, don't do this. So I will learn from his mistakes. Here's the thing. Wise men learn, sorry, smart people 
learn from their mistakes. Wise men learn from the mistakes of other people. I'll say it again. You didn't catch that. Smart people learn from their mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. So you don't make the same mistakes. So if I tell you don't try this, don't try that, it's not because I don't care. It's because I want you to learn something. So the Holy Spirit as your friend will teach you all things. He will teach you where the trip hazards are. He will teach you what places not to walk on. He will teach you what places to walk on so that you don't make the mistakes other ones did. So if you fall, please don't get up too fast. Look back and say, what did I learn? What made me fall so that I can stand up and not fall again? Here's what happens. The Holy Spirit in you will help you see the God in you. And God wants to prevent you from falling. To him, he was able to keep you and to keep you from falling. That's who he is. He's your friend. So please, spend time with him and learn, okay? Am I making sense to someone this morning? Next slide, please. I want to move on quickly. Next slide, next slide. Reflection looks back on where you came from. Now, the Holy Spirit helps us see ourselves in the light of God. So let me ask you this. When you walk by a mirror and you see the mirror has something that needs to be adjusted, or you see in the mirror the shirt needs to be buttoned, what image do you adjust? The mirror or yourself? Which one, which one, which one? Yourself, because the Holy Spirit is showing you not himself, but showing you yourself in the light of what you are to look like. So when you see something that says, okay, this is not correct first. If you are learning something today, learn this week. Something about your life needs to change. Don't say the Holy Spirit needs to change. Because it won't change. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews. So here's the thing. If you see something that needs to change, you are just not the mirror, but adjust yourself. They told us in marriage class, Dr. Miles Monroe said this, that if you are a married man and you see things in your wife that you're not happy with, don't adjust her. Adjust yourself. Because your wife is a reflection of you. I said, what? He said, yes. He said, look, in any factory, if you don't like what is coming out of the factory, change what you put into the factory. Because it's the raw material that you put into the factory that give you the products. So he said a woman multiplies everything you put into her hands. You give her a house, she will give you a home. You give her money for food, she will give you a meal. You give her trouble. I didn't say anything. Let me move on. <laughs> My point is this, okay? When you see a reflection, you adjust yourself. Not a reflection. Now, that's what happens with the Holy Spirit and you in life, okay? You must start thinking, as I see myself in the way God sees me. Because God will always show you the person you are supposed to be in his light. So he will show you who you are supposed to be. Not who you are right now. And so the point becomes that I need to start thinking, I need to adjust myself. Okay? Let me move on to the next slide. Next slide quickly. That's how your Holy Spirit is, he's your friend, okay? He helps you see yourself in the light of God. Now, when you look at yourself in the mirror, James 
says this, that a person who sees himself in the mirror and walks away and does not do anything is like someone who just forgets the image he just saw. Because you shouldn't just do that. You should be able to see yourself in the mirror and say, okay, look, what do I need to change? What do I need to do? And then, so I said here, if you spend enough time in reflection with the Holy Spirit, you can gain from the reflection. So spend enough time in reflection. Spend time asking the Holy Spirit questions. Because he's your friend. Ask him questions. Ask him questions. What do I need to do next? How do I change? Who do I need to become? Please, hello, don't copy everything down. Just listen. You can take notes on what you want to do, okay? But I told you we'll give you the entire thing as a PDF, okay? So it's going to take, it's going to go. So don't worry about that. It'll be on your phone. You can take it, you can put it into your phone. Okay, James 1. Thank you very much. Media, thank you for showing that. James 1. Thank you, Media, for showing that. If anyone is a hearer or of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror, 24. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what he looks like. This is what happens to many of us when you say to yourself, oh, I ate too much food yesterday. God, I will never eat again in Jesus' name. I will, lie, lie, lie. I will never eat that food again. Ah, it's too much. Your stomach is hurting you. You are in pain. And then next week, your mother cooks the exact same food. Because we like beans too much. My beans, not beans for me. What's my weakness? Who told you that? I'm the chairman of the Dugang. But I've told myself, you are 50 years old. Respect yourself. Now, if I eat and I'm over full and my stomach is hurting me, I should learn that next time your eyes are bigger than your stomach. So next time, don't eat what your eyes are telling you. Eat according to your brain. Now, if I forget that and I come back next week and I do the same thing again, I'm like a man who sees himself in the mirror and I forget what I look like. So same thing, when the Holy Spirit teaches you something, please learn from it. Spend time reflecting. Spend time learning. He's your friend. You will never get to the level of somebody else in the spirit if you keep on doing the same things that keep you in the same place. I told you growth is intentional. So this year, please be intentional. Okay? Next slide. I'm, I'm, next slide. Next slide. Next slide. Next slide. Okay, so Bishop Brunner said this one. He said, pain... Plus reflection equals progress. Pain plus reflection equals progress. Now, the pain of your stomach from the time you ate too much combined with you reflecting on what should I not do next time should give me progress. Some of you came here in pain. I promise you, you will leave here with progress in Jesus' name. Well, we came here with a past of a storm, but you will leave Jam Summit with a future of peace. You came to Jam Summit in a mind that was put down. You will leave with an uplifted countenance in Jesus' name. So here's what happens, okay? So if you go through pain and something in life is not good for you, please don't just stop. Allow the Holy Spirit to help you reflect. Because pain plus reflection equals progress. Pain 
plus reflection equals progress. Pain without reflection is just stupidity because you will do the same thing again next time. Are you with me this morning? I told you I want to just teach you this morning, so please, I want you to spend time learning. Learn, learn, learn. If you reflect on the last pain that happened to you, you will understand that you can change the future. But if you stay in the same place, you will, not, you will not learn anything from the Holy Spirit. So I'm praying for you that you will learn from the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Reflect on the last pain, reflect from it, and you will grow from it. Okay? Next slide. Life is lived forward, but can only be understood by looking backwards. Why are you with me, please? You're getting, your, you're getting dressed. Please stay with me for a few moments, okay? Life is lived going forwards, but can only be learned from when you look backwards. That's why your car has three rearview mirrors and one huge windshield. So you look forward all the time. I told you this. Look forward all the time. Look through the huge windshield all the time. Keep your eyes on where you're going. But learn by looking backwards. So you catch one on this side, catch one on that side, catch one in the front of you. But you do what? You go forward. These days now, cars come with mirrors everywhere. They come with cameras everywhere. The cameras on the mirror, cameras on the back, cameras behind you. As you're backing up, cameras there, cameras everywhere. So you can even see some, in some cars, you have a, a 3D view. As well as the entire car. But your eyes are supposed to look where? Forward. Huge windshield. Okay, so life is lived going forward, but you learn from it by looking back. So what did you learn? What did you learn? What did you learn? If I come here and I trip over something every time, or something hurts me, if I pass here every day and I pass here when I, when I come, I injure my foot. I can put a plaster on it, or I can ask, what is it about this thing? That's causing me to get injured every time. So, I live going forward, and I move this thing from here. So that I don't fall and injure myself again. I live going forward, but I learn by looking backwards. Hope that makes sense to you. Okay, so the Holy Spirit will help you do that. Live forward, learn by looking back. So the next slide tells me why that's important, okay? There are two perspectives about reflection. Now close to the last next two slides, okay? Two perspectives about reflection. The glance versus the glaze. Now, if you've watched sports, you remember this picture. Who's that guy there? Who's he? Usain Bolt. One of the world's fastest men. All right, so this is an, an iconic picture because what happened? He was running. He was winning. So he looked back. I don't pass these idiots. But what did he do? Did he look? Did he keep looking back at them? Okay, so, that, so there's something that we call a glance. A glance says, I glance this way, I glance that way. To learn, I glance here to see what's going on, but I gaze at where I'm going. Paul said, this one thing I do, this one thing I do, I keep my eyes on the prize. Okay, so catch this. You can gaze at your circumstances, gaze, 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 but glance at your future. You can gaze at your problems, but glance, sorry, so you can, I got it wrong, I apologize. 
Please rewind, rewind, rewind. You can glance at your circumstances, but gaze at the one who is solving your problems. Glance at the problems, I say yes, but gaze at the one who is the solution provider. Keep your eyes on him. See, in any race, you can glance at your opponent, but you gaze at the finish line. Because nobody cares how many opponents you passed. What they care is who finished the race first. Am I making sense? That's why if you're watching EPL or whatever it is, people don't really care too much about who is in last place on the table because that last place is going to be relegated. So if you're on top and say, ah, let me go and insult this boy on the bottom. You are insulting them. You are being them. People that are by you, we're passing you. Am I making sense? So please, stop gazing at your problems. Glance at them, but gaze at the problem solver. All right? Last one. I'm going to close with this. With my time is up. I want to pray for you, okay? Last one is this. When you're dealing with difficult situations, remember you have a friend in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your what? He's your what? He's your what? So I told you last time that I was dealing with a situation with not having children. We could stress, stress, stress. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Or we could say, Holy Spirit, help us. And one of my father's most iconic messages that is on, that's trending right now, is the one where he said, in his all time of history, he has never seen anybody who asked God for help, that God denied help. So he said these three words, say, God, God, because there's no one that asks God for help that God will deny help. But what you do is, first of all, relax, relax. Because see what happens is we just stress. You're running up and down. No, 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 no. Calm down first. Relax. The next time we deal with a difficult situation, see, if you are stressing and running up and down, you will not gain anything. You won't think through anything. You'll be running. You'll be doing things that make you look somehow, okay? So relax first. Number two, reflect See it again. What's going on? What's causing this? And then the third thing is this. Respond. There's two things you do when things happen. So you can react or you can respond. A reaction does not take thought. A reaction is your instinct. It happens. You jump. You move. Okay? Someone insults you. You insult back. Someone pushes you. You say, waka. No, 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 no. Stop now. Calm down. Okay, what you do is this. Respond. Response takes thought. Response takes thinking. Response takes praying. Response takes saying, Holy Spirit, work with me. Response says, Holy Spirit, I'm going somewhere. How is this affecting my future? Response says, I am going to a future which God has spoken about. I told you last night that where you are coming from does not matter as much as who you are now. Because who you are now is where you are going to. Am I making sense to you, please? God is taking you somewhere. And if, if God is taking you somewhere, he must change who you are so that the person you are becomes the one that he has shown you in the mirror. So relax first. Reflect on what was the issue. Then ask God to give you a response. Don't just react. Because reaction is knee-jerk reactions. 
I told you we're going to pray in 24 minutes. Let's stand to pray. Let's stand to pray, please. My firm foundation, Kaloboshka Talande de Bekete. Era Boshanta Talada Bekete Tishete. Kevo Yon Darabosho to Tilibeska Talande de Bekete Tishanta. Kevo Roboko to Shanda Dadabliketi pray again. Remember last time we prayed. I'm not, I won't take time today. I'm just going to ask you to pray for yourself. You can keep singing as long as you want. We're going to pray for ourselves, okay? But I want, when, I want, when you're praying now, I want you to think about what did you learn from what I just taught just now. One thing you learned, okay? Put it into your mind, and as you are thinking about it, just begin to just pray. Now, if you can't speak in tongues, speak in English. As you are speaking in English, the Holy Spirit inside you will start speaking with you. He'll start speaking on your behalf. And as you just say, Father, just, I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, Lord God, for what I've learned today. May I reflect upon my future. And I ask that as I go to my future, Lord God, I will grow in this season. And as you're praying, as you're praying, you will find yourself speaking in tongues. There's no magic about it. He's already inside of you. So the infilling of the Holy Spirit is the second experience that brings out what's in you. So we're going to pray right now, sing a song or something. As you're singing, as you're praying, just begin to just talk. Just talk God about one thing. Say, God, I learned this today and I want this to change my future. Let's begin to speak. You are seeing your future. You are seeing yourself. You are reflecting. You are saying, God, be my friend. You're saying, Father, help me. You're saying, God, change my future. You're saying, God, make me who I'm supposed to be. And as you're doing that, you will find yourself speaking. In the name of Jesus, Kataboshko to Lenere Bukoto Yanda Rabakata, Keba Yanere Bekete Shenda Rabakata, Keto Blokoto Yendere Bekete, Kalabosh Katalande Bekete Yande Hede Bukoto Shanda Rabakata, Keta Rabakata Shanda Kata Onde Yere, Keda Bukoto Yanda Rabakata Shendere Bekete Yere Bekete. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for your sons and daughters. I thank you that, Lord God, today their minds are changing. Their future is becoming real. Father, as we look forward and as we gaze at you, the Holy Spirit, gaze at you, the solution provider, gaze at you, Lord God, the answers to our questions, gaze at you, Lord God, the peacemaker, we ask that though we can glance at the storm, we keep our eyes on the Jesus. Father, we thank you because just like Peter, you won't let us fall. 
as we start to sink, we keep our eyes on you and we reach to your arms. I ask that today you pull somebody up and make them a miracle walker, just like you are, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that our foundation is strong and we are never going back to where we were in Jesus' name. Never going back to where we were in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, that today we will reflect on who we are with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to close with this. I'm walking back. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you. Listen, listen, listen real quick. Listen real quick, okay? Peter saw Jesus Christ walking on water. And he said, call me. If it's you, tell me to come. Okay? And so he, he began to walk. There were 12 disciples in the boats. Only one dared. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that the 11 would say, hey, idiot, see, you fall today. Oh, no, she, not get sins. But he walked on water. Okay? Now, the Bible tells us that he, he was gazing at Jesus and glancing at the water. But then, at some point, he switched. And he gazed at the water and fear pulled him down. And he said, God, help me. And Jesus picked him up. Now catch this part, okay? His gaze switched back to Christ. Here's the miracle. Here's the real miracle. Christ did not just back him. Christ did not throw him to the boats. Please come with me, please. Come and stand with me. Gaze at me. He pulled him up. And then what happened? He kept that on Jesus. And Peter and Jesus walked together. May God cause you to walk with him. May God cause your future never to sink again. You will never go back to where you used to be. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. This is CFI 89.3.